Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you doing today? Don't forget to click on the subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode. And you especially don't want to miss my conversation today with Diane Forster. Hello, Diane. How are you? Hi, Wendy. I'm great. So happy to be here. So lovely to see you. Oh, it's so wonderful to see you as well. And I'm really looking forward to diving into our conversation today about intentional living the I have today way. Mm. And before we dive in, I would love to share a little bit about you with our audience today. So Diane is an an award-winning inventor, a two-time best-selling author, TEDx speaker, TV host, podcaster, intentional living expert, and reinvention specialist. She works with clients privately and helps you to clear away your mindset blocks and limiting beliefs that can block you from reaching your full potential in business, life, and relationships. She is a certified coach, mentor, mastermind facilitator, and NLP practitioner, certified practitioner in human interaction technology. She is the international best-selling author of I Have Today, Find Your Passion, Purpose, and Smile, Finally, and a Better Today. Her live TV show, along with her podcast, I Have Today with Diane Forster, and all her other programs help people live enriched lives, empowering lives, inspiring lives through their transitions to reinvent themselves. Diane is a mother of twins, and she lives in San Diego, and her mission, which I I hope I am contributing to today because I want to see this come true as well, is to see that 1 billion people who don't know their self-worth discover their true divinity, power, and purpose. Wow, Diane, I am honored to have you here today. And I would love for you to share with our audience today what it was, what was that moment that inspired you to dream and want to do the work that you are doing today. Yes. Well, thank you so much for that introduction. And uh, you know what? I'll share my story. I'll, uh, you know, uh, encapsulate it as much as I can, because it wasn't just one moment. It was a collection of moments that led to, you know, an extraordinary moment. So my background was I I worked in corporate America for most of my life. For 37 years, I started out in the ad business in L.A., and then I moved to Chicago to get married, and I switched to television sales. I spent the last 20 years in that industry working at ABC and 
was a great career for me. It really was. I, you know, I learned so much about media and marketing and messaging and branding and client relations and obviously sales sold so much in my career. And it was, it was good. It was great until it wasn't anymore. And so I, as you mentioned, I am also an inventor. I came up with this idea for a kitchen gadget on a holiday in a frustrating moment one day. (laughs) And as most ideas come from a frustration, it was so powerful that moment because what happened was I was decorating deviled eggs for uh, the holidays and I went to put paprika on that last finishing touch and too much spice came out of the container and it ruined the dish in one second. And I could instantly see the spifter in my mind. It just like flashed in front of me. And I thought, God, there was just a sifting spoon that was, you know, a tiny little bowl with a long handle and a tapping edge where I could just put it in the spice jar, or the bag and just tap a little bit where I wanted to go. That would be so cool. And I am very like my sisters call me Diana. I'm very persnickety. <laughs> Everything in my house it. and life has to be perfect. And, and I just was so passionate about it. I think food should look as good as it tastes. And so I set out on a quest to find it, couldn't find it. And I'm driving and a voice whispers in my ear, Diane, you need to create it. So that sent me down the path of inventing, not knowing a single thing about it, Wendy. I literally did not know what I was doing, uh, but I told some friends I had this idea. Did they know anyone in the industry? They did. He tried to talk me out of it, but he ended up becoming my mentor. And my mantra was, well, I I just want to see where this goes. And where it led to was winning an innovation award at the International Houseware Show. And then that led to QVC, a QVC appearance and selling it on QVC. And we sold out in six minutes on QVC. So now I had this background in advertising and and television sales in in the media industry. Now I had this experience with inventing. And that experience opened my eyes to entrepreneurship. I thought, well, wow, if I could create something from nothing, what else can I do? And so the creation of I Have Today is really my personal journey and what happened in my life tied into everything that I had experienced in my professional career. Mm. So I was I was married for 20 years. I was in a relationship with him, my former husband for 24 years. We I moved to Chicago to get married to him and we just did not have a good marriage and relationship and it fell apart pretty early in the relationship but i kept struggling through it trying to make it work going in and out of therapy you know a lot of different dynamics were going on and the truth is the packaging of my life looked so good you know that i didn't tell anybody how unhappy i was And then struggled through my mother's cancer and then the death of my mom, the passing of her, then had infertility issues, ended up getting pregnant with my twins the month after my mother died. You know, it's just a bittersweet time. And anyway, life became all about the kids, which happens to many, many of us. And I just kept putting my needs and happiness back, back, 
back on the back burner. Uh, You know, I'll deal with this later, you know, too many other things. Well, you can't go on living that way indefinitely. And I hit a breaking point in June of 2011 and I attempted to take my life and it wasn't premeditated. It was a moment that just, I, I just broke and I just snapped. And it was a culmination of all the years of feeling unloved, mostly And now I know this by myself, not honoring that, just not being happy, not being fulfilled, but not doing anything about it. And just my soul and spirit just were chipping away and chipping away. And so I hit that moment. It was a Saturday. We were at a barbecue at some friend's house and uh, there were a bunch of families there when we got in the car to go home. The fighting started. And when I got home, I went upstairs, locked myself in the bathroom, and I took out two full bottles of prescription pain medication that I had sitting in a cabinet. And as I'm standing in the bathroom with the pills in my hand, tears streaming down my face, just, I I can't take this. I can't take this. As I'm ready to do it, my arm gets karate chopped to the floor. And that same voice that my inner self, God, my mom, I know my mom is a powerful voice. She's Mm. always around me, screamed in my ear, you are not ending your life this way, Diane. You need to go get help so that you can tell your story and you can help others. And I just threw my hands in the air and I said, well, you need to show me the way because I, I don't know what to do or how to do it. And so I cleaned up the mess. I dried my tears. I kissed my kids goodnight. And the next day I called a therapist and said, I need help. I am changing my life. And so that started the journey for me of my awakening started to happen. I was in, I was in therapy for about six months. And I noticed that it really wasn't, you know, talk therapy wasn't working for me. It wasn't, I was just rehashing the same things over and over. I just couldn't seem to get number one, the strength to change it and get out. And number two, get past it, you know, and, and, and have, you know, I, I wanted to be growing and moving forward. And I, I just didn't feel that way. And I was massively immersing myself in personal development, in self-help, spirituality, in in all the things that were feeding my soul, a lot of law of attraction work and manifestation. And what started to happen is I started to heal very, very quickly and have these profound experiences and felt love for myself, felt empowered. And I'm telling you that I opened up, it's like the faucet, the channeling, the intuitive gifts, the messaging, all this stuff started pouring through me. And I was writing and and inventing and creating like crazy. And I knew something was coming. I knew there was a change coming. I didn't quite know what it was, but I could just you know, go into any room and empower any room. That's how I was with my friends everywhere. And so I was writing a lot in the middle of the night, getting so much, so many downloads and, you know, getting woken up and writing. And so I woke up with a poem called I Have Today in August of 2013, which was two years after the bathroom moment. And when I finished writing the poem I Have Today, I looked down at it and I said, this is way more than a poem. This is a movement. This is what spirit was talking about in the bathroom two years ago. I'm supposed to help other women who don't know their self-worth, 
uh, truly discover their divinity, their power, their purpose. Because if I was living like this, how many other women were living like this? And instantly, like I could see the spifter in my mind, instantly spirit showed me I have today productions, you know, writing books, speaking, you know, television, podcasting, live events, so much. It was so big. And I, you know, kind of freaked me out. And I said, all right, I'm not really sure what this is, but I'm just going to, I'm just going (laughs) to breathe. Right. And, and, and continue to see where it goes. And so let me fast forward two years later, you know, so much was unfolding, you know, and I, 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 I did eventually hire a, you know, a writing, I joined a group coaching program to write a book and, oh my gosh, the stuff that spirit started sending me was insane. And I knew I had to take a leap. I knew I had to change my life. And so when my twins graduated high school, I decided that was my last day at ABC. I quit my job. (laughs) I sold my house, everything in it. And San Diego had been calling me and calling me and calling me. And so I got my twins off to college and I moved from Chicago to San Diego with that same mantra of, I just want to see where it goes. And it's been nothing short of extraordinary. I, you know, my book came out a year after I moved, start, you know, did all the certifications, did all the things, started speaking. And, and it's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience, not without its bumps and hiccups, believe me, but the, the, the calling and of the purpose was so big and um, I'm just following it. And it's, it's guiding me and it's leading me. So that's how I created I Have Today. And it's focused on intentional living because those three words say so much. So they do. And, you know, I think that you bring up something. So you brought up so many incredible points and there's so much in your story that is so relatable as well. Yes. It was you finally paying attention. I had a similar moment where divine intervened and spoke to me, right? Mm. And I know that so many women who are listening have either had that experience or have ignored it. And a lot of times that we're not paying attention, right? It's almost like we feel like we're asleep at the wheel. We're asleep in life. We're just on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And to me, what I heard at least through, you know, kind of that thread through your stories was really starting to pay attention to that voice, to that guide that knew, oh, I just got goosebumps, that knew what was best for you, what was in your highest and best good. And from that, right, you took that leap of faith, you listened to that voice and you haven't stopped listening since. And I think that it's so hard for so many of people listening, you know, it took a leap of courage. You and I have very similar backgrounds. I also came from the ad sales space. I worked at ABC for a brief time, but then moved into the digital world. And it was the same thing. It was like, you know what, when, when I found out about that, I was getting divorced, same thing, quit my job, (laughs) you know, these big life changes, which a lot of people are probably thinking, oh my God, how did you have the courage to do that? Can you talk a little bit into how how I have today really teaches people to start living with intention, to really be intentional with the decisions and the choices that you make, regardless of how scary they might be, and to see the growth potential in that. 
Yes. Thank you for asking this question because it's such a good question. Living intentionally means that you do not leave your life up to the outside circumstances, events, or people anywhere. It means that you are the one in control of your life, that you get to choose, you get to decide how you want to live and how you want to feel in every single moment, in every single situation. So why so many people stay stuck and women in particular, and I know we, we, we port, you know, similar demographic in the women in this age group. Right. And what happens is very much like what you said, we, they, they're in a rut. They don't know how to get out of it. They're very mired in the day-to-day life. It's hard. It's depressing. It's, it's exhausting. And so it takes a lot of strength to step out of that. And so what I discovered, here's my deal. And being a sponge for all the information out there, because I I was like, I I just couldn't get enough of it. But I said to myself, because I think like an innovator, like coming up with a kitchenite product that didn't exist in the world was how can I make this thing better, right? So I'm always saying, how can I make this better? And how can I make this work for me? And so living the I have today way intentionally broke down to a three part system, like a three-step process that I do called love it, thank it, bring it. And love it means love your life no matter what has ever happened to you in your entire life. Every single moment of it, believe it or not, has been a gift because even the pain is such a gift because it teaches you strength. It teaches you clarity. It teaches you wisdom. There's so much in that when you can separate yourself from it and not hold on to that pain. Yes, you have to process it. Of course we do, but it is not happening to you right now. So we need to be able to release that and understand it served its purpose. It had value. And I'm, I love my life. I love the fact that I have a life to live, right? 153,000 people did not wake up today. In fact, I got a phone call from my sister that one of my dearest friends from high school, his brother died today, young in early fifties, not sick in his life. He just didn't wake up. Like we have no idea. So love this life because you have it. Thank it is about living in gratitude and appreciation for where you are right now. Whatever is working, whatever isn't, being grateful because gratitude is truly the highest emotional vibration you can have to bring you more of abundance into your life. But I'm talking about be grateful for the bed that you get to sleep in because do you know how many people in the world never know that experience? And that you can just turn on a faucet and take a hot shower where people have to walk miles and miles and miles to get water every day. And just there's there's that you get to drink a cup of coffee or see the sunshine or get in your car, even if you don't like it. Like there is so much for you to be grateful for. And none of that should be taken for granted. But if you're really in gratitude and appreciation and thankful for where you are right now and excited for where your life is going who you are right now and who you are becoming, that is going to open up so much for you. 
And then bring it is the power piece. This is about you creating that future. How do I want to live today? How do I want to show up? How do I want to bring it in my relationships, in my love life, in my health, with with friends, with partnerships, you know, with everything in your life? How are you? What's that attitude that you are bringing it to? And so it's really served me when I niched it down because I will say in my head all day long, especially when I'm out of alignment, because even despite all the work that I do, I get out of alignment all the time. And so it's that trigger in my head that goes, love it, thank you, bring it, love it, thank you. Oh, nope. All right, how, are I, how, am I, how am I bringing it? You know, and and so it drives me to be extremely decisive in my life, make choices that serve me that serve the world like and I remember what my my mission statement of touching a billion lives I have a little I have a little sign here like right here on my desk every day that reminds me I'm so happy and grateful that now that I'm impacting a billion lives while running this business blah 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 dear universe help make this so so it's a constant reminder of bringing it back in and being really intentional Because you know this, Wendy, if you are waking up and you are doing the same thing today that you did yesterday, your life isn't growing. You are not expanding. And we're either growing or we're dying. And so we have to make the decision, be intentional with the choice to go after our dreams. And I'll I'll pause for a second. I just want to slide this in. A lot of you don't know what they are. That I understand that because you've been living in a certain way for so long that you have clarity about what you don't want. You you probably don't have the clarity about what you really want, what really brings you joy, fulfillment, happiness, purpose, passion in your life because you've been stuck living a certain way. And I get it. I was there. I get it. So. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because I was going to say, you know, there are some people who may be listening in and thinking to themselves, you know, how do I, how do I even set an intention, right? Uh, How do I, you know, for me, it's just a matter of getting out of bed. You know, we've all been there. I remember just getting out of bed and getting my kids to school felt like an award-winning performance every single day. (laughs) So can you talk a little bit to those, to those people who are tuning in today around, you know, those women that are men as well, who listen to my podcast, who are perhaps staying, choosing to stay in judgment around the decisions that they are currently making? Like what would you say to them to empower them to make a shift, to, to take that first step with intention? Okay, so I'm going to say this from two perspectives. The first perspective is you really want to change your life. You perhaps want to leave a marriage. You want to leave a job. You you really want it. You want something else. The first thing I would say to do is to go somewhere with a glass of wine or a cup of tea, something that feeds your soul where you can be undisturbed for as as long as you can possibly be. Maybe for you right now, it's only 20 minutes. Maybe it's an hour. Maybe it's an afternoon. Some length of time to do not get on your phone. Do not be checking social media. None of that. I want you in your zone to just say, 
what do I love about my life? Write all that down. And what would I like to see change in my life? Just get clear. And what do I really want? Do I want a healthy body? You know, do I want to really be in shape and feel the best I can be? Do I want more money in my life? Am I sick and tired of working about, you know, you know, living paycheck to paycheck? Do I want to travel throughout the world? Do I want to own a beautiful home or is that not important to me? You know, get really clear. There is no judgment. This is a universe that is completely judgment-free. The fact that you are here, you get to have anything and everything you want. It's not that it's for some people and not for others. It's just that some people believe they're worth it. They expect it. They manifest it. You can have anything you want. It can be any way you want. So that's if you want to make a change. You've decided this is this is what I want. Um, and know this, you won't change another person. So you're going to have to be the one who changes. So, and then the other perspective is if you want to enhance the life that you have, that there's things that are working. I believe that I can change some things about myself and alter the course of and the trajectory of my life and alter my days. And what could that be for that? Group, I would say what you really need to do first and foremost is, and I had a, a client, uh, not a client, a guest on my TV show who said this, and I, you know, I loved it. So I'm part lifting this from her, but it's part of, of what I do with intentional living too, is really, you know, chronicle what you do in a given day, you know, or what you do in a given week. Look at where you are spending your time wasting your time? How much time is feeding your soul? What are you doing when your soul's being fed? Because you need to be doing more of that. And if it's if it's right now, the baby step that you want to take is, I just want more time for me. Like everyone's always grabbing from me. I feel like all I'm doing is giving, giving, giving. Like my tank is empty. Then you've got to find a space every day I would say every day, I do it every day, two hours every day, I nurture my spirit, mind, and body. And then I have so much more to give to the rest of the world, but that might be ridiculous for you. And it's like, dang it, I'm lucky if I could squeeze out 20 minutes, but sometime, and maybe you have to get up a little bit earlier, earlier than you are already. Maybe you have to just carve out this time. Like this is my time. Everybody knows in my life, everybody, you know, can realize that. Or maybe you're already in transition and you're kind of lost and stuck with it. You've got to still find what feeds your soul because you're supposed to be doing more of it. Our gifts, our true gifts are the things that it feels like time loses all meaning when we do it. It comes so naturally to us. People ask us for advice on that all the time. You, you just, it, it's just so second nature that you don't even give it any value because it's just who you are, right? So you've got to figure that out because if there's this disconnect and you're not feeling in alignment, like your head and heart are out of alignment, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling in a rut, you're not aligned with with who you are and what you're supposed to be doing in this lifetime. So you're only 
job, goal, and role is to do everything you can to figure out what that is. Everything you can. And Wendy, when I broke it all down, like I, I love speaking. I, being on a stage with a mic in my hand in front of an audience feeds my soul. I love their excitement. I love my show. I love speaking. I love writing. I'm not just, uh, this is who I am. I didn't know that back then. And now that I've found it, I do everything I can to do more and more of that. So people need to figure out what that thing is for them. Maybe you're a really good baker, or maybe you're really good at yoga, or you're maybe you're this amazing knitter or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. There's, there's a lifestyle and a business and an opportunity for you to serve people. So same thing, spend that time alone and what feeds my soul, what makes me happy. That's what you yeah. have to do. And what I'm hearing you also say is it's really about honoring. It's honoring yourself. It's honoring what authentically feels you. I, I think that we so often get caught up in, you know, and, and I don't know if you had this experience in, in your career, your first career, I should say, I was really good at ad sales, right? I was really good. I made amazing money because I was good at it. Yeah. And I felt like my soul was being sucked dry every single second of the day that I had to spend at work, traveling for work, entertaining clients. And it really, it, it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling. And I stopped dreaming. I stopped dreaming about my career path because I just, it wasn't something I didn't even know what I wanted anymore because it wasn't fueling me. And same thing. It wasn't until I got out of that world, my divorce thank the Lord, woke me up, got me into a place where I started realizing that my gifts were were not being used fully, which is what I'm hearing you say is that you now have created your life with intention to do all the things that you do love, that you are passionate about, the things that get you fired up to wake up out of bed every morning, to, to live your life with purpose and you know, one of the things that I always say to my clients, I've said it on, on past podcasts before, is that it's really about turning your pain into purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you're not waking up every day with purpose, right? Intention to me has purpose within it. Then what are you waking up to? And so wherever people are in their life, what is a piece of advice that you would give them based on wherever it is in their journey, wherever they are in in their life, right? Whether they're thinking about divorce, whether they're in the thick of it, on the other side, still judging themselves, what would you say to them to take the first step of living with purpose and starting to, to really with step one of your process of, of loving themselves, loving their life. Thank you for saying that. Cause I, that of course is what I'm going to lead with. You know, if you want to get out of this relationship and you divorce your spouse, thinking it's going to be better with somebody else, it will not be. You will attract the same relationship because like attracts like, and you're in this relationship with this person for a reason. You attracted each other. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you. I am saying we all have to look at our stuff and we all have to deal with it. That if you are thinking about it, I would say the the first thing you need to do is start investing in yourself. 
self-awareness, self-worth, what makes you happy. And this is not selfish. I actually write about it and I have today. I call it being selfish in a really good way. You're also supposed to be here to love yourself unconditionally, exactly how you are, wherever you are. Some days you feel better than other days, but you're you're perfectly imperfect. There's nothing wrong with you. But unless and until you get the clarity about what really makes me happy, what do I really want to do? What would get me out of bed, jumping out of my bed every day, excited about my life? It's it's all in the questions, Wendy. And, and this is the thing. I have several programs. And one of the programs is all about finding your passion and purpose. And it's filled with questions. It's filled with the right questions because we're not asking ourselves enough questions. And we're not asking ourselves the, the right questions. They have to be empowering questions like, well, what is my truth? What is really true for me? We live in a world, now I'm going to get on my soapbox for just 30 seconds, but we live in a world, and I, by the way, I was really good at media sales too. Same thing. I would rock it. I made $100 million for the company in my time, right? And I, I wasn't fed. And so, so I didn't know. I didn't know either. I didn't know what to do. And then the universe gives me this idea for a kitchen product and sends me down this side street over here that I was like, what is this? I'm just rolling with it and I'm going with it. And so, oh, I know where I was. Thank you. Um, I was saying, well, what's true for me? What's my truth? What is that? What brings meaning to my life? What are my goals? You know, what do I want to focus on? Oh, and then here's the other thing. Ah, it all came back to me is we're living in a world where we are bombarded by 70,000 messages and impressions every day of the rest of the world telling us what we're supposed to be thinking and feeling and doing. You know, and God bless the, you know, the news outlets. However, the news's role is what the purpose is, is to get you to do something. And most of the time, what it's to get you to do is to be afraid, you know, and respond. That's what it is. It's reactionary. All the ads in the world coming in at us, all these gorgeous women with beautiful faces and figures. And just buy this pill, just use this cream, just do this workout. There's so much coming in at you in the world that is making you feel less than. Drown it out for a while. Truly. I, I never watched the news, never. And I worked in the industry for many, many years. And all I did was watch TV and watch news. And, and I just had to, for myself, separate to see, well, wait a minute. Maybe there's a different world that I could be living in. And it's not to say that I don't respect what's happening in, in the Ukraine or anything like that. I send so much love and light and, and, and so much to the world and give so much but do it in a different way. And you've got to be able to like drown out the rest of the world and tune into you. What makes me happy? You got to figure it out and not tomorrow or next week because, you know, tomorrow turns into a week and a week turns into a month and a month turns into a quarter and a quarter turns into a year and a year turns into a decade. As I know, two decades of it. Don't wait. 
just say, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to figure out what makes me happy. I'm going to figure it out. And I know that there's so much of self-worth that plays into that. And, you know, as you've been through it as well, the self-worth piece is really hard for a lot of people, right? So many of us lose that and, and, or we relied on our spouse to, to mirror that back to us. I know I was guilty of that um, for, you know, my 20 year relationship. So how, how is it that somebody who's listening to this is going, God, I really want to do this, but you know, am I worth this? You know, is, am I even going to bring value to anybody? You know, why, how, how can they take a step into seeing their, their worth in doing this work? Know that you will be a magnetic attractor to so much love in your life when you fall in love with yourself, really. Like, accept the stretch marks or the cellulite or the muffin top or the, you know, the acne scars or whatever it is about your physical body. Focus on the things that you love. Tell your body how much you love it. I love my hair. I love my eyes. I love my smile. I love my face. I love, you know, I love that I have limbs that work and feet that walk. I love, love, love this body so much. That's where I would start because that honestly, Wendy, is where most of the problem is. It's our impression of our physical appearance and the love that you are seeking, it comes from within. It's not outside of you. And that's, yeah, 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 Diane, that's so cliche. And I've heard it before, but it honestly does. And that has to come from what I just did in 10 seconds, you know, look in the mirror and see what you like. Tell yourself that you love yourself every day. And I, and I have, um, You know, one of the things, you know, day one in my new book, Better Today, is you ask yourself all day long, uh, why does this day keep getting better and better? Why does this day keep getting better and better? And and it's start, it starts getting better and better. And I hear it all the time from people. And I think there's this, this, you know, we're sold this bill of goods that uh, I could just you know, lose all that weight and I'll do this 28 day program or the 75 day program or whatever it is. What you're wanting is transformation. You're have you're getting these illusions of false expectations, what it takes to have transformation. Transformation is, we call it 1% better every day. It's in the micro changes that you make, that you don't wait till the first of the year or the first of the month or Monday. They are in moment by moment decisions. And you have the choice every moment. And if you make a bad choice in one moment, you have the next moment to make a different decision or the next experience, whatever it is. And just be kind and loving to yourself. Forgive yourself. If you're going to, if you're going to eat that cookie, feel good about it. Do not feel bad about it. I'm going to enjoy this because I I deserve to enjoy this and it's going to feel really good. And I'm not going to do any of that other stuff. I'm just going to feel good about it. And I'll drink an extra glass of water today and that'll make me feel better about it. And so it's in all these little steps. So that's, that's how you do it. And it's 1% better every day after a year is 3,778%. You are truly the best 
investment in the world. But that's how you do it. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot agree with you more. I, I believe that in every moment we have the power to choose and to choose differently. And instead of staying in judgment around perhaps a choice we made previously, it's about what you're actually choosing to do in that particular moment. And I love that 1% better every day. I, I wish that to all of our listeners who are tuning in today, what is it that you guys can do that is 1% better today and really lives into living your life with intention and with purpose. Diane, thank you so much for being my guest today. I I adore you and I find you to be so incredibly inspiring and and you never cease to amaze me with your your inspirational words and with the work that you are doing. Please let our audience know how they can get in touch with you. And I know that you also have a very special gift for everybody. Yes, I do. Well, thank you, Wendy. And I need to tell you, likewise, I feel the same way about you and there's no accident that our paths have crossed. I know, I know. um, If you want more information on me that I would say follow me on social media at Diane Forster official. That's where it is everywhere. Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, um, all the platforms. If you want to subscribe to my, or, or want to start watching my TV show or my podcast, if you search, I have today with Diane Forster, you will find it on YouTube, on Facebook, and obviously on all the pad- podcast streaming platforms. And then my free gift for your audience is there are a lot of women who want to do what I'm doing. You know, they want to have their own TV show. And I got a lot of requests from women saying, will you teach me how to do what you're doing? And so I created a masterclass and it's called Launch and Star in Your Own TV Show, where I'm going to teach you the, you know, the four step system on what it takes and how you can do it. And it'll build your credibility and your authority and really help you to become the go-to expert in your niche or industry. I know you need help on how to do it. You can do it in as little as four hours a month. We do it. I do it in four hours a month. So I'm going to teach all the things in this free masterclass and how you can register for it is all you have to do is go to dianewebinar.com, dianewebinar.com and, uh, and register for the masterclass. So that's my gift. Amazing. I, I'm going to sign up because I always think that there's always something new to learn. And what I'm hearing you say, too, is also learning to live into your confidence, finding your confidence within to really speak from your heart and to live your your true your truth. So, Diane, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And everybody tuning in today, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you found so much wisdom and knowledge in our conversation today. I know that I did, and I truly am going to keep that in the back of my mind about how it is that I can start living 1% better every single day. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know that I love to hear your feedback. So please let me know what you thought about this episode. What was an aha moment? What was something that really inspired you to take different action today? Please share it with me at wendy at wendysterling.net. Again, wishing you all a beautiful rest of your day. Sending you all tons of love, light, and joy as always. 
Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.